Believe in yourself and believe in your story. Believe that you have something special to give. Welcome to your personal branding podcast with Bernard Kelvin Clive, your number one career and business podcast in Ghana, bringing you expert interviews and insights into personal branding, personal development, and publishing. Now, here's your host, Bernard Kelvin Clive. Today's guest, Star Barberton, attorney and award-winning speaker and trainer. Star has trained and shared the stage both nationally and internationally with motivational icon Les Brown. And on this podcast episode, Star Barberton shares with us how you can share your story with passion that sticks using the Star Point story. Listen and be inspired. And now your guest, Star Barberton. Star, you're welcome to the show. Well, thank you so much, Bernard. I'm very happy to be here. Great. It's a pleasure I treasure. <laughs> we would like to know a little bit more about you, how you got started into training, into speaking. Of- <laughs> well, my background, actually, I started out as an actress. I was an actress on in television and movies and on the stage for about 10 years when I was a child. Uh, as an adult, I became... Actually, uh, I'm a, right now I'm an attorney, speaker, and trainer, and my background is in employment litigation, which means I handled cases in discrimination, harassment, wrongful termination, all the fun, exciting stuff. Mm-hmm. And then I transitioned into being a diversity count trainer, and because of my legal background, I do HR and legal topics. But I also, uh, as you mentioned, I trained with Les Brown. And I ran his speaker training program, so I'm also trained in personal development and motivation. That's pretty much who I am. You have a lot of things going for you. I do. I I, I do. But it seems like it's all related. Mm. It all comes together to, to bring me to where I am today. I mean, when I speak and when I train, I get such good response. Um, even when I teach the very technical, legal topics people say that it was fun they enjoyed it they got a lot of information and they even say that it is motivational sometimes and it's because i'm able to just bring together all all the things that i've done in my background it's it's interesting to know that you started as an actor on stage on tv and all that and would you say that your background has also affected the way you communicate with what you do now Oh, absolutely, absolutely. My mother was a, a, a in theater as well, so I spent basically my entire childhood going to acting classes. And then when I got old enough, I went to my own acting classes. I studied drama at uh, New York University also. So that has been my entire background, which is to say that I, I know how to bring emotion to stories, I know how to liven up a presentation, and that's what I do when I coach my own students, my own clients. There's always the the drama, the dramatic aspect of it, the emotion, the humor. I love to work with my clients on their delivery and how to truly impact their audience so that they can make the impact that they want to make. It has definitely affected who I am and the way I present. 
Mm, I, I want to feel more of the drama and the story now with all that you've, you've been through. So would you say what has been your most difficult or challenging time as an attorney, as a speaker? What has been most challenging time and how did you handle those times? Well, you know what? I'll tell you what was the most challenging time uh, um, or, or at least one of them. Some time ago, I bought my first house. And it was, it was the worst house on the block. But I was excited because I, I had good plans, great plans. I was going to take the roof off to put on a second story. Now, this was in beautiful, sunny Southern California, where it is always a beautiful 72 degrees. Mm. I take the roof off my house, and what do you think happens? <laughs> the house came down? It rained. It <laughs> monsooned. In my house for three days. I mean, it, it was it was terrible. Three it was days. a gorgeous house. It was a gorgeous house, and it was it was completely ruined. I mean, the cherry wood floors were rippled. the The walls were disintegrating, and I was devastated. And so, the contractor who I hired took no responsibility for the damage. So I fired him. Mm-hmm. And, and, and so I, I'm feeling like I'm at the bottom of, of my life. You know, this house that I, that I dreamed of, that I worked for. I mean, every dime I had was invested in the house. And it wasn't an investment. It, it was my home. And mm-hmm. it was gone. And, and just when I thought that it could not get any worse, I opened the door one day and find out that I was being sued. Sued by the negligent contractor. He wanted to get paid even though he destroyed my house. Come on. So so absolutely. So so I am let's see, I'm broke, I'm homeless, and I'm being sued. It just seemed like it was the worst part of my life. But I did have a, a silver lining. I worked for in a law firm and I worked for a partner in the law firm. So I went to the partner uh, to ask for help. You know, I say I'm being sued, and I'm expecting he's going to give me the the phone number of an attorney that can help me out, or maybe even take the call him, take the case himself. That'd be great, mm-hmm. but that's that's not what he does. Instead, he walks me into the law library, tells me to read a book and write a memo, <laughs> and, car- and handle the case myself. I gotta tell you, I looked at him like he was out of his mind. Handle the case myself. I was, I was a legal secretary, right? I had a, a two-year degree from a community college, and my degree was in photography. All right, I had lovely pictures of the house, but the idea, Bernard, the idea of going up against a, 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 a an established attorney who had a four-year degree, a law degree, and ten years of experience, there was, there was no way I could do that. And I thought about everything that I had been through. And I, you know, I did the only, the only thing that any self-respecting, mature woman would do. I cried. I did. I just broke down and cried. And I, and I think that we've all been there, you know. When you feel like you've done your best, when you've done everything, and every time you turn around, something's going wrong, and and you put on the strong face and you say, "I'm gonna keep moving forward," but then 
thing after thing just keeps falling apart and you, you find yourself on the fence between fear and faith and it's that, that one thing, that one last thing that just threatens to throw you over to the dark side. We've all been there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we know what that's about. And that's where she was. But, but right then, just when she was thinking of giving up, mm-hmm. the partner came over to her, put his hand on her sh- shoulder, looked her in the eye and said, I believe in you. I believe you can do this. And so she found herself at a crossroads where she had to make a choice. I'm sorry, where I had to make a choice. And um, whether I was going to give up, give in, surrender, you know, wave the white flag, or whether I was going to try to do this this thing I had never thought about doing before, this thing mm-hmm. I had never, I never imagined. And it was an extremely... It was an extremely tough time for me. It just seemed like everything was falling apart, but at the same time, I had an opportunity oh. to redefine this moment. And and so that's what I did. I actually decided that this was not going to be the end of me, that that I was going to get the best of the situation. I, you know, believe that I, I had the capacity within myself to, to handle the situation, and, and then I just took action. And you know, I didn't take ginormous action. Mm-hmm. I didn't take big, tremendous action. I just took small steps, small steps that got me to, to my goal. And I won the case. I won the uh-huh. case, and it was amazing. And that. That was a turning point in my life because I was so excited, so encouraged by that experience. Even though it was pretty, you know, trying and traumatic for me, I was so encouraged that I went back to school. I got my law degree and I ended up working in one of the best firms in Los Angeles. Amazing. And that's that's how I became uh, an attorney. And I would say that the if I were to give any um, points, any points for the for your listeners, for the audience, it would be three things. Mm-hmm. You need to decide, you need to believe, and you need to take action. You need to decide that the situation that you're in is not going to get the best of you. You need to decide that you are going to get the best of it. And you've got to believe. You've got to believe that you have the capacity within inside yourself to handle anything that comes your way. And the third thing is you just have to take action. It doesn't have to be big. It doesn't have to be fully thought out, fully planned. You just need to take action. One small action toward your goal. And if you do those three things, I think that you'll be surprised at where your life ends up. So you need to decide to believe, then take action. Yes. Oh. That's exactly it. And I, that's what I did. I did those three things. And, and you know, I thought that the goal was to put a second story on my house. <laughs> I ended up putting a second story on my <laughs> life. I like this. Instead of putting a second story on the house, you put a second story onto your life. Absolutely. And I believe that's possible for anyone. 
Oh, how, how do how do one develop this positive mindset towards life challenges and the struggles of life? I think that uh, one develops that by by studying by studying it. It's like it's like putting positive deposits into a bank account, mm-hmm. so that when the hard times come, you have. You know, you have something to take out, right? But that, it, how you yeah. put those deposits in is you study, you read books about being positive, self, uh, personal development. One of my favorite books, the old book is Think and Grow Rich. It's an excellent book. I love mm-hmm. books by Wayne Dyer. Always very inspirational. Les Brown has a book as well, Live Your Dreams, which is very inspirational. I am constantly reading things like that, and I have audio programs. I mean, today people are always plugged in to something, and I'm generally plugged into something positive. I listen to John Maxwell. I listen to Jim Rohn. I listen to all of the great speakers. I fill my mind constantly with positivity with affirmations so that when i run into some hard times when i run into the setbacks and the obstacles that are going to come you know i have a reserve mm-hmm. so it, it doesn't beat me down so it means that consistently and constantly wanting to feed himself with something positive so that when that tough times do come you can draw on something from within that is exactly right. Oh, and you've been doing, doing this all through reading and, and, and also listening to audio tapes and audio messages all, all these years. Now, let's look at a little bit in the aspect of uh, speaking. Most people have, uh, is it, Elena, you mean the expect or what do you call the expert, still get stage frights. What do you oh, do? Yeah. <laughs> what, what are some of the uh, things that, uh, especially upcoming speakers, we've been established speakers, some, some tips. I learned some, some speakers that they, they have a mantra they, they, they recite within themselves. They, they make, they do some certain comp- uh, confessions to keep them a bit before right on stage. What do you do personally and what are some of the things that other speakers in your network also do to really get them ready for, for stage work? You know, I would say the, the very, the most important thing that you can do to get ready for stage work is to believe in yourself and believe in your story. Believe that you have something special to give and that the world would be remiss if you did not give that. You know, we all have that special voice, that special message. And we have to share that and and we have the right to share and i believe we also have the obligation to share the Mm. stories that we have because we have the opportunity to touch lives and i've got to tell you i think that the greatest honor that any of us ever has is to positively impact another person's life we have the talent within us so the first thing is to believe that your story is worthwhile Mm. and then the second thing is to practice practice you know um i like to write out my speeches especially in the beginning when i'm doing something new i like to write it out so that i i get all my my words out i like to organize it in it like in an outline like i'm going to talk about three things Mm -hmm. here are the three things so that i know in my mind 
what I'm going to talk about. Um, I don't necessarily memorize it, but it helps me to write it out and then say it over and over and over again. It amazes me that a person, you know, some people think that they can just go over it once or twice and, okay, I'm ready. And then they're Mm -hmm. freaking out and they're nervous. Well, it's because you haven't studied you know, if you were taking a big test like an SAT or an um, LSAT or, or some test to get into college, you would study a little bit. You need to study. Study hard. Do it over and over and over again so you can do it without thinking because that will take away some of the nervousness. You know, your your mind will kind of go on autopilot <laughs> and you'll be able to, to, to get it done. Those are the, the first two uh, tips that I would have for a new speaker and um, – and getting rid of that nervousness. Yeah, especially the first point, you know, that's where most people get stuck because they think they don't have something of value to offer. Who am I if Les Brown is speaking, if John Maxwell is speaking? What do I think I have to offer? I just live in a small uh, city, town, down the village, or I, I don't think my story is worth sharing. And that is one of the things I've realized over the years to stop most people from speaking because oh, there are numerous speakers. Why do I need to speak? And you're at, you're right. That is out there, and you know we all have that sort of that sort of um, that sort of feeling. And I do too. There are new programs that I that I want to do. I actually have a new a speaking training speaker training program um, that's coming up very soon. And I hesitated on this on doing this for a while because I thought, well, there are so many other people doing speaker training. Who who am I to do speaker training? I worked with Les Brown. He's one of the best speakers in the in the in the United States and you know who am I to compete with with someone like Les Brown even though you know I worked with him um so we all have that where we think that you know ah, there's so many and who am I but here's what I know I know that each of us has a a specific voice mm-hmm. you know a, a specific voice that it's not meant for everybody you know Les Brown's voice not meant for everybody you know, uh, uh, Lisa Nichols, her voice, mm. not meant for everybody, but there are some people who are going to hear S. Brown's voice and be changed forever. There are some people that are going to hear uh, uh, Lisa Nichols' voice and be changed forever, and there are some people that are going to hear your voice. Some people, they just need your voice, and that makes all the difference, and we all have a different we all have a, a different voice. You know, I have what I call um, I have what I call a a star point, mm-hmm. and the star point is use the good china. That's the name of the star point. And, and here's the deal: mm-hmm. my friend, a friend of mine, his name is Floyd. He went to a he went to the he had to bury his mother, and when he got to the house after burying his mother. He had to go through her things, you know, figure out what he had to throw out, figure out what he had to sell and what he might have wanted to stay with him. And, and as you can imagine, this was a tough time for mm-hmm. him to, to go through this. He did okay for most of the day, but then he, he started unpacking the kitchen. And way up on the, on the shelf, way in the back, he pulled out a box. And it was a box of good china, good plates, good china mm-hmm. that he had bought he and his siblings had bought for their mother it was in the box way in the back and she had never used it she had never used that gift 
Mm. And that was devastating to him because that was such a waste. And I feel the same way about us. You know, that those abilities that we have, that's our good China. You know, we we are the good China and we need to use our gifts. We need to utilize ourselves. And just when you go to choose China, when you go to choose your plates, when you go to choose things, there are different patterns, right? There are different patterns. There's a floral pattern. Maybe there's bright, bold colors. Maybe trick pattern. Is every pattern going to be for every person? No, it's not. Some people are going to be drawn to the bright, bright colors. Some people are going to be drawn to the geometric shapes. And that's the same thing with us. We are the good china. But some of us are bright colors. Some of us are geometric shapes. Some of us are floral patterns. People, different people will be drawn to us. Different people will be drawn to us based on who we are. So, yes, we each have a story and, and we each have the right and, I, as I said, the obligation to share that story because there are people out there that are born just to hear our story. How inspiring. The point here is this from Starpoint S. We each have a story to share and we must go out and share regardless. Somebody needs to hear your voice. Might just be moving only you, but we need to use our China. It might be different, <laughs> but that's what someone needs. I like that. So, Star, your name is also Star. <laughs> An amazing woman, too. What would be your best tips for a speaker if you had to give ball down to three, even need to repeat that three, three, three key things a takeaway for us concerning speaking and communication? Well, you know what? I'm actually going to give you five. Five. I'm going to give you a five-step story model. How to make your story really stand out. And here's the model. It's S-T-O-R-Y. The first thing is that when you're telling your story, you need to set the scene. You need to tell me where I am, you know, what's happening. You can't just come out and start talking. Set it up. You know, I had a friend of mine, um, a friend of mine, one of my clients, and she started out her story talking about when she discovered that she had cancer, and she started saying, "This was her speech. The day I found the found out that I had cancer, I remember my entire life passed in front of my eyes. Not a bad way to start the story, but I asked her to set the scene, and so she worked on it. And she came back and and." and she came back with something that was more like this. I was sitting in the doctor's office on the cold metal table. I looked around the, the stark white walls and wondered what would happen to my life. And then the doctor walked in. I could see immediately by his face that something was wrong. I braced myself and then heard the words, I dreaded, you have cancer. So there is a... Mm difference there would you not say bernard exactly yes so that's um that is to set the scene and the next one is you've got to take the audience on a ride i mean you've got to tell the good parts you got to tell the bad parts you've got to you've got to have variation in your voice in your tone sometimes you need to slow down Mm. and sometimes you need to speed it up and sometimes you need to be loud and other times you need to be soft. You need to take the audience on a ride. Vary it up. 
The O is for the obstacle. Every story needs to have an obstacle. One mistake that speakers often make is that they want to just show, you know, um, how great life is for them and how well they're doing. And yes, they had problems one time, but they easily got over it. No, 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 no. You've got to describe the obstacles. Because if you don't, the audience is saying, well, that's a nice story for you. That's not my life. Mm. But when you share those obstacles, when you share the pain, when you share the emotion, then people connect with you and they connect with your story. And the R is for the resolution. Of course, you have an obstacle, but we need to have the resolution. Mm -hmm. And that's a very important part. How did you resolve the issue? And that will uh, run into uh, helping people with sales as well. If you tell people, here are the steps that I use to overcome this obstacle, and I can help you do the same, well, that's important. And then the last part is the why, and that is when you make it you focus or you focus on your audience. It's not enough to stand up and tell your story. You've got to tell the audience how this relates to them, what's in it for them. So the why is to focus on your audience. Your audience. So you have set the scene. Take the audience on the ride, obstacles, resolution, and your audience. And that is how you can deliver an impactful story. Wow, amazing. I love this. I love this acronym and um, I'm taking it. <laughs> Great. <laughs> yeah, anytime Great. I remember a story, I remember the start points and start by watching for this. I'll keep this, this, this scene and I'll. Um, I make the model out in the show notes with credit to you to the story. Yes, everyone have a story. You need to set the scene, take the audience on a ride. I think roller coaster up and down with the obstacles and resolutions. And then you focus on them. It should be about them. How can you help them? Well, uh, <laughs> the only thing that, that I would say is um, it, it's what I've said before, to believe in your story, to believe in yourself, and to know that you are the good china and you need to use the good china yes you're not only the good china but you are the star <laughs> <laughs> all of that all of that yeah. okay if you have to recommend two books to us what would that be Ooh, you know what i've read so many books but one of the books that i'm reading right now is by wayne dyer it's called excuses be gone excuses be gone i love that this have you read it? I listened to the audio except on YouTube. I love that. Excuses be gone. That's, that's, that's. Yeah. <laughs> it, 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 it's a wonderful book. It really, it really, really is. Um, and I, you know, I have so many books. I'm looking at them right now. I guess one of the, one of the, one of my favorite books, I'll go ahead and tell you this one, is Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon mm -hmm. Hill. And it's an oldie but goodie. Yeah. You know, it's been around. I mean, I believe that this is like the first book of personal development. And it's always uh, it's, it's always my favorite. Mm. Oh, oh, I have one more book. One more book that I, that I was going to tell you about. And this one is called Secrets of the Millionaire Mind by T. Harvecker, Secrets of the Millionaire Mind. Because I'll tell you this, reading this book truly changed my mind around finances. Oh. So that was a very a very good book. So, yeah, those would be the, the ones that I would suggest. 
Okay, thank you. Now, Astel, tell us some of uh, about some of your resources and where we can also connect with you as a person and also for speaking and training some of your products and services that you offer and how we can also connect with you. Well, I, I would love for you to um, go to my website, mystarpoints.com starpoints.com um, and you can check out a, a couple of my star points and please sign up for my star points. I also wanted to um, share that I am have a coaching training, a speaker training program that's coming up and it's starting on February 5th and it's February 25th February 25th but actually I can invite you to my uh, free call my pre-call is going to be February 11th and um, this call is five strategies to take, to get your story out of your head and onto the stage. Mm. Five strategies to get your story out of your head and onto the stage. And this is going to be um, a virtual call-in. So I would love it if your if your uh, listeners would like to join me. Now, in order to uh, join the call, you have to register, and you need to send me an email at star at starbabatoon.com star at starbabatoon.com and here's how you spell my name the first name is star as in twinkle twinkle little star <laughs> and the, the last name is bobatoon b-o-b-a-t-o-o-n b-o-b-a-t-o-o-n starbabatoon.com send me an email that says Speaker training. Send me an email that says speaker training, and I will make sure you get the information for that uh, training call, for that free training call. Great. I'll do that. I'll add all this in the show notes and also tell um, those on the, my, my list about this. It's interesting. I will really sign up myself too, to really be part of that. Too. <laughs> mm-hmm. So thank you. I always want to end on the lighter side. So uh, what do you do for fun or what is fun for you aside work or how do you inter- interwine the fun life and <laughs> uh, you know what I travel around the company around the country training um, that's what I do for work and then when I come home I am blessed to spend time with my most beautiful gorgeous children <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> I spend time with them um, and, and that's what I do um, otherwise I like to read and I like to dance. Dance. <laughs> yeah, I just like to. I like to dance around. If I'm not going, sometimes I'll do. Um, I'll do like folk dancing, or I'll just turn on some music in my house and just dance. It just really puts me in a good space. Okay, Star Babatun, thank you so much for your time and the resources and wealth of information shared with the audience. I'm most grateful to you for all this. And in fact, indeed, you're really a star. Thank you so much, Bernard. Thank you for this opportunity. I hope that your listeners got some value from today. Very well. It's a pleasure. I treasure. I believe you got tons of value from this podcast episode. Now is your turn. Go and share your story today. The best is yours.